Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you are listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. Hey, welcome back, hon. Oh, well, thank you, darling. You were down for a solid week. I was down for the count. Explain to the Coffee Talk listeners what happened to you. Well, all it is is people get sick, darling. <laughs> you think it's because I went very hard? Maybe so, but I was I'm I not, was very sick. I'm not sick. picking up on the accent that you're doing. <laughs> it started out as British, and then it started just to like kind of divert. Um, we missed you last week. I had We had to replay a, a rerun because you literally lost your voice. It I sounded did. super cute. Um, and you you coughed perpetually for an entire week, and here's what your cough sounded like every time. <laughs> it was three like this every time. Like, <laughs> it was a dry cough. <laughs> I mean, never... all night, all day, all morning. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're... I stopped saying it. God the bless you. Excuse know me. you're dramatic. That's no, no. Much. I mean, no. I mean, I felt bad for you, but at some point, like it starts, you stop feeling bad, and you just start being like, "What is the deal?" <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever had a dry cough, but I had a dry cough. Like, normally when you cough, you can get phlegm out, and it feels, there's a relief. But this cough, there was just like, it was a constant just dry cough. But I do feel better. I haven't coughed much today. You know, like, it's the kind of cough, like, you feel like you're good, and then you start a conversation, you start trying to talk to somebody, and then you literally can't stop coughing in the middle of it. It's yeah, you have sim- coughing fits. I, I worked on Saturday, because I, I had no choice, and I was not feeling well at all, but... I literally, like, with one customer, I didn't even tell you this. I'm, like, I'm feeling good. I've been popping cough drops all day, drinking hot tea. And she's, you know, checking out, and I'm just having a conversation with her. And with oh, COVID, man. I start to cough. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. And I, I did it. I go, I think it's my allergies. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't want her to think it was COVID. And then I kept coughing. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll be right back. So I book it to the back because I'm literally you now stop coughing. gagging coughing. Like, it's making me gag. Yeah. And the gal that was working that day or Claire she like saved the day she was in the back I'm like you have to go you have to go talk to the customer I can't come out I'm like coughing and she just ran out to the front rescued me we um, were sitting in a Mexican restaurant you and I just having dinner and you started having a coughing fit and I was like for the first time in a long time, like low key, kind of like embarrassed because I was like, "Were you?" Well, not of you, but just like because of, because of what has happened to society with COVID, people were looking at us like, "Oh my god," and you know, and it's like, and I know it's just like it's something in your throat, like there's this there's this cough. Hey, Ariel and Caleb, uh, we our friends just drove by, and it's uh, uh, our friends just walked by. We're doing live on location. Our friends meaning our family. <laughs> um, so, anyways, but I was feeling super like self-conscious because really? I just Tell felt like me. I feel like no, I did remember I said maybe we should just get it to go oh because you like, could no. not stop coughing I, but I got I got a cough drop it was fine this yeah. is the thing <laughs> I, I've learned about myself I I, I recovered well the, at the at the restaurant I don't really care oh can I, I'm gonna think, t- I'm gonna tell the this listeners is the thing this is the thing I don't really care if people think it's COVID I mean like this is the thing people coughing is part of life I know but and now COVID has made everyone know, feel like too. if you have a a fur ball in your throat that you have like Jen, but you were you were perpetually coughing. True. Like there's one thing to have a cough. Like I cough a couple of times, like I'm sorry, big deal. But like you would not stop coughing. And what was crazy is <laughs> you're not it, it you're was... not a, you're not a drinker. You don't drink very much. Like we'll go out. I mean you might have a glass of wine honestly once a month. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You just don't drink. Calories, and, man. Empty calories. You never really drink like every now and then you'll have a skinny scratch margarita. Every now and then. And so on this night I'm like, you want you want a skinny scratch margarita? And you're like, you know what? And we're I don't know if we were celebrating, just celebrating us, just being life. And so we got one. And you took a sip of that. And for whatever reason, 
It was like oh, if it was the first time. Like, oh my god, there was relief. It, it in like my... stopped you from coughing. Oh, I mean, tequila was like killing the bacteria in my throat. Yeah, I wonder if like anyone knows out there. Like, is there a medical thing Has to, to that? Be, because my throat didn't. I, I drank that whole glass. That is the first time in our marriage I've ever drank a whole glass. Ever drank a whole glass a whole of margarita. a margarita? Yeah, and it I was always, a small one. It wasn't those big dogs. That was that was the best my throat had felt all week. You almost were like, maybe I should get another one. I was like, maybe you shouldn't, because you're such a lightweight. No, I said, can I get one to go? <laughs> yeah. And you, I, I was about to ask the waiter. I, you like, you can't take drinks to go. I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, what's the medical thing though? There was something about well, the tequila and the margarita that like. Well, I mean, didn't alcohol start as, like, a, you know, help people with pain, like, you know, when, before surgery? They didn't have, like, the medications we have today. So so there has to be something with... Yeah, that, but I'm not, sure about, the, I'm not sure about the coffee. Numbing the pain. I don't know. But it... Was, it, it did something. It you kept going, like, this is the first time in a week that my throat has felt clear. Yes. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. That <laughs> <So, laughs> was so funny. Just note. It, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not encouraging drinking, but if you've got a bad throat, yes. I mean, tequila, it did something to that throat. I, we, honestly, the, that night, I... I slept so good. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, okay. Um, we kind of realized while we were doing this um, that you you pushed a little too hard. For sure. I did two weddings in one day plus church on Sunday. But you didn't just do flower plus weddings. You, you coordinated, coordinated a wedding. wedding. And I had a full week. Mm-hmm. A full month. A full month. And here's what happened. If you don't, you have a tendency over the years, you, you're you're recovering workaholic. Totally. And you've done really, really good. And I would say the last two months, you you digressed. That's not true. Two you re- months. You relapsed. <laughs> it took you two months to relapse. And you, two months to relapse. And you were you were gone for a week. Like, I, I lost my wife for an entire week, it feels like. But, but, you were but still, true, I've been really healthy these, like, I've been healthy. No, you're crazy healthy. Like, no, I mean, like, I, I've been blessed to not be very sick. And so, yeah, I totally got run down. I could feel the the sore throat coming on like days before I lost my voice. It so. was a basic cold, but that kicked your butt because your immune system was so jacked because you had worked so hard. So many hours, so much yeah, time. Your sure. immune system just couldn't catch it. Cause sure. I think our son Caleb got a cough and he, he recovered like in two days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I never coughed. <coughs> Speaking but, of cough, there it is. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you have a cough while we're doing this. You're pretty much over it though. No. Yeah. Just from time to time, I got a little cough, you know? And here's the thing. So it was during this time, and not because of this, but I was feeling like we probably need to rest. Like, you know, I, I we both have been going pretty hard I, in July. It's been. Something. I'm addicted to forward motion. I don't know if I've said that before You've been on this saying podcast. That quite a lot. I'm addicted to it. So what happens is we'll be going, going, going. And then when things like just get steady, which isn't bad, like you just normal everyday life, everyday just doing stuff. like, just doing normal. Kind of the grind, you know. Not, not doing, but doing, but not doing anything new or doing anything big. I start to like feel almost guilty. Like I need like, to do something. Need to do something more. More. Yeah. But I don't. But I. But my mind tells me I do, and so <laughs> I've had to really like fight it because I start to get like low key discouraged. Like, what are we doing? And then if someone were to be like, "Dude, you're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing this." I'm like, "Yeah, right. yeah, yeah." But like, we've been doing that. What are we doing now? <laughs> and that's and I and I honestly know it's wrong. But it can't stop. <laughs> like, okay, confessions, but, but honest I, confessions over but coffee. But can't stop. Honest confessions over coffee. Like, I mean, you're, you're, you're confessing that you're a workaholic. I'm actually confessing it for you. And then I'm confessing, like, I'm addicted to, like, forward motion. Like, I just need to, like, and so I, I kind of did this study on the word rest for mm. myself. And then sure I re- you did a study, Huffman. You just, you just well, all I it. did was, honestly, it's a weak study. All I did was just open up 
the dictionary and read the definitions. And I don't know if they spoke to you, but they spoke to me. And this isn't what I want to talk about today because we're doing live on location, but we haven't even got to that. We just jumped right in. Just got right to this. But can I read the definition of rest? It has like five different definitions, and each one of them is profound to me. Number one, it says cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. And I thought like I need to start looking at rest is not a bad thing. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm being lazy, but more of like, no, I'm recovering strength so that I can, so that I can go again. And here's the second definition of allow to be inactive in order to regain strength, health, or energy. So it's like, no, no, no. What you're doing is so necessary for you to keep moving forward. I mean, it's actually very strategic, right? And so I'm having to remind myself, and we probably talked about this before on the podcast, you know, like uh, the art of unwinding and stuff like that. But I'm talking about like, Genuine rest where you just like, hey, it's okay that you didn't do anything today. It's okay. Um, I like this definition of rest. It says leave a player out of a team temporarily. This really got to me because sometimes like if I'm not doing something new, I feel like I'm benched like in, and just in life. Like I never want to be benched. I always want to be on the starting team. Like I'm out there. I'm on the, I'm, a, I'm the A team. I'm the first string. We're just, we're doing it. We're the tip of the spear, right? You know, and I, but sometimes, and I love that it said leave a player out of a team temporarily. It's like, dude, sometimes you're temporarily got to take the bench. Mm-hmm. I don't watch much basketball, but I was watching it the other day, and LeBron was on the bench. And I was like, why is he on the bench? And I think one of my sons was like, we well, can't play every – you can't he's play getting every – He's getting ready to you can't swoop play in and every win the game. minute you know of I mean? the game, right? Like yeah. you, you got to rest so that you can play. And I was like, yeah. Um, I like this one too. Rest means to be left without further investigation, discussion, or treatment. Mm. I think a lot of times I need to let things rest. Like I keep thinking about them. I keep – discussing them i keep mulling it over i keep going back to it you know what i'm saying it's just like i know what you're saying babe let it rest another another definition means lie buried to rest means to lie buried which i'm like just let it lie like let it be done just be done with it i mean there's so much into this that i could go off on forever um so those were some of the that's so good and i know for me when i have downtime and rest you know more than a day off a couple days back to back it's like all of my creativity comes back. You know, and my job requires a lot of creativity, um, my, my day job. You make pieces of art every day. Yeah, and, but it's like I get, I get inspired with like ideas and I want to create new, you know, things. And I, I create candles and floral pieces and I have all these ideas. And, you know, I just, I love when I come out of something rested because I, I come back to what I love to do, which would be our work, and I come with so much to offer, more creativity. So I agree. Rest is essential. Yeah. Well, anyways, here we are. This is probably the last installation of of Live Live on on Location. location. And so you want to tell them where we are? We are sitting on one of our beautiful um, decks. Is this a deck? This is a deck. This is a deck. Yeah. I got it right. We're on the second floor of a deck at at the ranch. This house, we're blessed to have be in this house for a couple of years and this home has several decks not just one i'm gonna count them one two <laughs> three four and so we're sitting on four one. decks and then one two two patios three patios it's just a lot it's no a no lot of house. oh five decks five decks it's a lot of house it's awesome and so here we are this it's a is blessing definitely um one of our favorite live on location spots here's why i wanted to record for the last one at the ranch Here's the thing. If we could record, this is the thing, and this will kind of be the theme of our of our of our talking, baby. Sometimes you don't want me to talk about this kind of stuff, but I want to do it in a very humble way. But I think also to inspire people, because we're not the type of people 
that have lived where we have a ton of properties or we live in the finest. That has not been the story of our life. Now, if you've known us for any long period of time, we get blessed a lot. And we're people of faith, you know that. And God seems to just really open doors for us that seem ridiculous. And we have lived, and I'm not ashamed to say, we have lived in places. We didn't go looking for them. But they fall into our lap that you would think we are multimillionaires. We are not. We are not. Let me just say that. And... But yeah, and we don't pay what multimillionaires would pay to live in the places that we've lived. But for some reason, call it God, hundred percent. We just we we get these deals, we get these open doors, we get these exceptions to the rule, and it's happened with us in business, and it certainly happened with us in the church world, and it's happened with us in in our personal lives. And so, I we couldn't go to all the places, but I kind of wanted to just talk about. The places and areas and spaces in this city that we have been blessed to be able to occupy over the last three or four years that we rent. We don't own any of them, but we rent them all. And they're places where we either do business or we do community and church or where we live. And they're all of my favorite places. And so that would be live on location. So we're here on this patio that we're not typically – this deck. We're not typically on this deck. This is not the one we would entertain on. It's kind of like a private one off the back. And so we're watching the sunset right now. It's really legit. And we actually, have you and I ever sat out here? We've never sat out here. No. I have by myself, but you've never been out here with me. So it's cozy, isn't it? <coughs> it's cozy. Um, <clears throat> if we could go to all of those places, that would be the live on location. It'd be yes. all these places that mean so much to us. And so all the places are like, for instance, I'll just name them. Not, not in a braggadocious way, but here's the thing. And I want to, I'm going to name these places, but here's the reason. I want to come from this theme, Jen, and help me with this. Um, Live by example, not by explanation. I, I saw this. You sent a, a thing to the family about like fatherly advice. And one of the ones was the dad said the last thing he said to his son, he gave him like 20 pieces of advice, which was really great. But the last thing he said is like, live life by example, not by explanation. And I thought like, oh my goodness, there's so much to be said by that. I can't tell you how many times in my life I have lived my life explaining, explaining why I didn't do something or um, in the previous job that I, I, I was at years ago, the last two years of that, I spent most of my time explaining why we were doing stuff. And the truth of it is, I didn't feel good about it, but I was always giving explanation. I was always giving explanation to whether it was people that worked under us or worked with us or that were on the team. Like, hey, why are we doing this again? I'm constantly explaining, constantly explaining. I couldn't say at that point it was something that I agreed with. I was just explaining it. So, I have certainly lived in my 46 years, seasons of life where I lived by explanation, either why I wasn't or why we were. But it, it wasn't true living because I was having to explain it. But mm. if you live by example, you're just living what, you ever hear that old saying like, live what you preach? Yes. Say what you, do what you say, do what you say you're going to do, let, let, let your words be true. Those like, are my favorite kind of people. Don't just say it, do it. Yes. And it's when you live by example, that's what you're doing. It doesn't mean you're living perfect. No right. one's perfect. But you're, you, you don't have to explain it because you're just doing what you know you should do. Yes. And so it's, it, there's no explanation. You're like, oh, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I find myself constantly have to give explanation, give explanation, give explanation, give explanation, it's like, or explain it to myself again, explain it to myself again. It's like it starts to, I have to convince myself. Or I'm trying to convince others where it's like, no, this is just what we're doing. And there's such an ease that comes with that. I mean, there's a rest, I think, that comes with that. For sure. And so all these spaces and places in our city that would be, if we could be all of them at once, that would be live on location for this one. They're places that just came out of us just kind of like living life and just doing what, what, 
no, there's no way to better to put it like what God's told us to do. Yeah. Just following that and being true and working hard and living by example. So, um, we're so blessed with the church building in downtown Bellevue. If you're familiar with the area, that's a, that's a cool city that's in the Seattle area. And it's a 50 something thousand square foot building. It's, it's a state of the art church building. It's, it's unbelievable that we get to use it. We rent it and it's temporary, but it was temporary. We were supposed to be in there for three months. We've been in there for 11 and they're still saying it's temporary and we're still in it. Lord (laughs) Jesus, let it be. But I mean, on Sundays, hundreds of people gather in that place and it's so authentic and there's so much community and there's so much truth and there's so much peace and there's so much joy. And then during the week, different times, teams will rehearse there and students will show up there and it's just... I can't believe it. I can't believe that we get to have this place and it has a cafe and it's just, it's just awesome. Right. Um, and that's one of the places if we could record from there, we'd record from there. Um, we have two locations for our shop. We have a place that's right on Nordstrom rack and the totem Lake villages, which it's a corner unit. It's ridiculous. We should not have that space, but here we are. Here we are. Um, we didn't have to get a loan for that space, which a lot of people like, you can never get a space like that without a bank loan, but we did. How? I don't know. We just, you just do what you do and you just keep doing it. And you got to kind of stay faithful in that and live by example. Just keep doing it. Like if you, if you're going to say those kind of things, then do those kind of things. And it's amazing to me how all of a sudden these places. And so we've sat in that shop, uh, you know, after hours and eaten mod pizza. And that's been one of our dates because we're just, we love being in there because we're like, this is our space. Yeah, like, this is it. our place in our city. We have another place. Before that was a little garage, like a New York garage, sidewalk garage, where we push the cart in. It's still ours. It's still our place. Um, and that's awesome. And we've actually, I love that. We would sit out there. There's a bonfire pit out in front of it. And we'd sit out there by the bonfire pit and drink coffee. Cutest. And we'd be like, this is our space. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to explain to them what's happening real soon, coming up in September? I don't want to go public yet. Why not? Because. Just do it. Oh. How public is it? Well, yeah. I just haven't told anybody yet. Well, then if they're Coffee Talk listeners, this could they could get the down inside okay, scoop. Okay, well, it's gonna be in a month. Well, like four days before my birthday, I think it was July sixth or fifth. Um, we signed three year um, lease on a awesome corner um, unit building shop downtown Kirkland on Main Street. On and Main it's just Street, across from um, Cactus uh, Restaurant, which is one of my Mex- favorite Mexicans yeah. and one of my favorite through line coffee. Um, and then right where you work door. out all the time with all of our friends at F45. 45. And I and I had told someone just today, I said, you know, about six months ago, I was like, you know, I'd love to be downtown Kirkland to have that. another, like, shop. But the only way I would go downtown Kirkland is we'd have to have a shop on Main Street because I feel like everything else around there just doesn't survive so well. And so, anyway, we got a shop right on the Main Street um, on the corner with all this glass. Babe. So all the plants are just going to grow beautifully. And high five. High five. And God also gave us designated parking. Cheers. Cheers. Babe, and I'm that, so proud of that you. That fell in our lap. Fell in our lap. Fell in our lap. So. Didn't go looking for it. I'm thrilled. I mean, we inquire on I'm stuff, hoping to get the but... keys um, in like a week and a half to two weeks. Yeah. And then start doing we some remodel. Some ref- well, not too much remodel, but like mm, cosmetically. It's going to need a little bit more than you think it is. Chill. So just just oh. get ready. But we're going to open up sometime in September. Probably the middle of September. I'm hoping, yeah. We'll open and it'll be open to the public. And we'll have that'll be our, another location for Sweet Serenity. And that will be our new spot. So come see me. Live on a location. And, and just chill on the little Paris vibe tables that we're going to have. Outside. Oh, it has a covered patio. Hello. People yeah. can come out there during the rain and just hang out with us. Yeah. And I'm glad. I, and I can do anything I want. I can do any hours I want there. I can yeah. 
I can host private events there. We could have groups there. We could do, oh, it's just going to be fabulous. It's one of the coolest spots in Kirkland. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable to me that it it's opened just, up. It's just a skip in a... And a hop away from the waterfront. And then last but not least, where we're currently sitting, which we have dubbed the ranch. And some of you that have been, our listeners have been over to the ranch. Probably many of you. We, we host all the time. Why wouldn't we? Bi- Bible this is a miracle. And- it's like an oasis for us. It's like, um, I wake up every morning and pinch myself. I'm like, I can't believe we get to live here. Um, it's just, and I hope, and I don't think we ever will, but I'll never want to take it for granted because mm. this isn't stuff that. We, we, we've been accustomed to. This isn't like, we just don't live this life where we have properties and spaces and places and we just have all, oh, I have a summer house. And, oh, and if you do, I'm happy for We're you. Yeah, I'll take a I'll, summer house, Lord Jesus. And I'll go visit yours and that would be awesome. But for us, it's just kind of like, I think we have lived what we've preached as best we could. And it is amazing to me how easy it is. Um, but it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. So... Can we kind of talk now for people that are like, okay, so let's compare and contrast living by example and living by explanation. I think there's an ease to living by example because you don't have to explain what you're doing. You're just doing it. Um, when you're living by explanation, you're constantly trying to convince. I talk well, about that. Well, it's because when you're living by um, explanation, it's because there's probably a lack of integrity. When you're living by example, it's integrity. Do you think it's always that? Because, I mean, I've done things before where I've tried to convince myself where I thought we were right, so I'm explaining it. Like, there's certainly been instances where Maybe I thought not. like this was yeah. the best idea, so I'm trying to explain it. It does – I mean, there's living and learning, too, and I think you can get better at living by example if you I think, too, learn. when we're explaining something, explaining something, I think we have to be honest with ourselves because maybe partly why we're explaining so much, like, why we're doing something, maybe it's because maybe we weren't supposed to do it in the first place. You know, maybe it's not even a bad thing. Maybe it's just something like, maybe I shouldn't have done this in the first place. And maybe we should. But you learn a lot in those moments, yeah. right? And maybe we should differentiate explaining and convincing. Because, for instance, yeah. like, okay, there's one thing that I think we explain in our church community that I don't, I don't feel like I'm. It's just, it's no one, no one, no church I know does it, but True. we do it. But I, I just, it's more of like informing. And there's well, no sure, convincing. That's communication. And that is that we we only meet the first three Sundays of every month, and on the fourth Sunday there's no church. I mean, we everyone goes out to brunch. People go out to the lake with each other. People. Um, go golfing with each other. They hang out. They do barbecues. We do life, but we take that fourth Sunday off for all the volunteers, for all, any yeah, staff, for huge. ourselves. And I don't explain it, but we tell people because they're like, "Wait a second, what? What is that?" Because no, people aren't used to that. Um, but it's more of like just informing people. But I don't f- feel like I ever have to explain it. When people say, "Why do you do that?" It's like we just feel like that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. It's it's sustainable. It's a pace that we could do the rest of our lives. I've I've lived my life in church, and I've seen people burn out. And whether you're in church or in just corporate world, any kind of job, you can burn out on anything if you don't like pace. strategize in pace, rest, and just like this this space for that. And so for us, we just felt inspired by God to do that. And so we don't really explain it, but we tell people that because they're like, wait a second. So why is there well, no people church? People are accustomed to church every single Sunday, yeah. right? I think yeah. coming to starting a church during pandemic and coming out of pandemic where churches shut down for two and a half years, we just realized like, kind of rethinking like why why do we do some of the things we do and i think for us it was just kind of like a core value that we were gonna we're here for the long haul and the rest is important we also go really hard and and also the team i know we've been in church ministry so long where we've seen people burn out because they just give 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 and Heck, it's like we've burned out yes i realized when i stopped working at the last church we worked at um three or four years ago and we didn't go to church for a couple sundays I actually was like, oh my goodness, this is probably one of the first times in my life that I didn't go to church. 
and we were loving it. I was like, what is this life? <laughs> like, like people. We needed that break. And then it dawned on me like, this is actually really, really, really healthy. And I don't know anyone who goes to church every Sunday unless you're paid to. And then even then you want a break. Um, and I can speak from personal experience, right? Totally. And so we kind of made that decision. And then we live it by example. Like we live our lives in accordance with that kind of pace. Like we, nothing is everything. That's actually maybe a great title for this podcast. Nothing is everything. Only God Only is. God. Our relationship um, yeah, with him. Yeah, I mean. and Our personal relationship. And I think my relationship with you, but even that can't be everything. because It can't be above God. Yeah, it can't be everything. Like if our yeah. relationship is everything, that's actually not healthy. Right. Like it's it's a lot. Like my relationship with it you, our everything. marriage is means everything, but it can't be everything. everything. Nothing is everything. We live big lives and there's room for all that kind of stuff. And so I think us realizing that, you know, we have to. We have to strategize in pace and space, whatever that is. If it's in your work level, if it's in your hobbies, if it's in your, if it's in you know your church community, or if it's in your business thing, or for you and I, if it's in going and doing. And I think one of the things that's helped us do that is living by example, being like, we're going to do what we say. We're not just going to say things and not do it. We're going to do what we say. We're going to live what we preach as best we can. Yes. No one's a hundred percent of that. And if you're friends with us. Or family with us, you'd be like, "Well, you don't always live what you preach." True, guilty. That's a fact, right? I, I don't, I don't know anybody who actually does that. But the goal is to kind of try and do that, and we have found that that has made life so much easier, so much more enjoyable. We've learned to stop and smell the roses, no pun intended, right? But babe, what have been some hard things um, in this journey? So we're talking about all the blessings of it, and you know, kind of, you know, the kind of things we've seen that we're super grateful for. What have been some hard things as we've just like living what you preach, doing what you say you're, you're going to do. Like, have you found any, what have been some of the challenges along the way over the last three or four years? I don't know. My mind goes straight to like just the hard times or hard things. It's just consistent, being consistent in what I know I need to do. You know, I think that that can be challenging. Um, I think now though, looking over the past few years, just consistently being, being who God called us to be who God's called me to be doing what God's told us to do working hard consistently being faithful that is what pays off in the end I mean it just it 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 means the world um and it's hard to do it um I think people like to say oh a a consistency they like the quotes and all the things but man you can be someone who's just consistent it is so refreshing how do you stay consistent because I'll be honest I'll be honest with coffee talk right now I don't know what week we're on but like this has been a rough week for me and uh, you could you could you could chalk it up to a myriad of things, and I don't know what it is specifically, right? But like I've I've had to like a low key kind of fight, like don't get discouraged, keep going. Like yesterday, I I literally took the entire day to do nothing. Although I still did some stuff, I literally got away for the first five hours of the day and yeah. did some things. But like and you know, and I just and there's no reason. It's just kind of like living your life and doing what you say you're gonna do. And there's these moments where it's like just keep doing. And there's nothing new happening and it kind of becomes like normal and maybe some of the excitement leaves. And so how have you stayed consistent? Because you are incredibly consistent and, you know, we both have learned. But like what are some – do you have any ways of like what has helped you stay just consistent? On the, It's easy to stay consistent when we have this big news and, oh, something awesome's happening. It's harder for me to stay consistent in just the everyday ordinary stuff of life. Like that's hard for me to just stay consistent in. 
I'm going to say something and then everyone's be like, oh, she's got to say that. But I'm going to say this because it's the thing that's anchored me to stay consistent. And it's, it's spending time with Jesus. It's my personal relationship. You know, even I, I, I love to self-diagnose you why you've had a rough week. I think, Yeah, you do. Well, you did me, so I'm going to do you right now. Oh, okay. Um, I oh. think it's because you've worked so hard. You've worked harder this month because you've had to take on some other other outside responsibilities than you normally do. And I think I think the accumulation of that has caused being tired can cause discouragement. I, I feel like if you're overly tired, I think right away you can kind of sense a heaviness. Um, and we can call it discouragement, but I just think it's being tired. And I think rest rejuvenize our soul. And so I would say for me personally, like I have to stay in the word. And I know that's like a cliche statement, but I, it's changed my life. It's made me, it's made me who I am. When I read it, it reads me. It changes me. I, I feel different. I feel more encouraged. Um, I was even telling you yesterday, like I kind of felt that too, a little bit, a little heaviness, a little discouragement. And then I just sat down, read two verses, no joke, just two verses, maybe 15 minutes. And I was like, so grateful. I was reminded about all the things God has done. All the things, like things, the small things, big things. And I just, my whole attitude and perspective shifted. I was like, I can't control that for you or, or the whole family. But I was just like, for me personally, I was just like, dude, God is good. Like, uh-huh. and I just felt that sense in my heart. And so that has really helped me, I think, emotionally stay consistent. You know, I don't, the day-to-day stuff Would you stuff say is he's the source of your strength? Oh, 100%, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we love Jesus and we're followers of Jesus. And, and, and make no mistake, it 100% is. Yeah. Um, I was thinking one of the things you said that I think has helped me is gratitude. Like for instance, I was, I got away yesterday for, I went to a lake just to kind of like, cause I'm just, when I feel down, I'm like, okay, self-therapy, like go get alone, time alone. walk, isolation, spend, spend time, time alone. not isolation from relationships, but like, you know, get some, like get but your, be alone. clear your thoughts, yeah. write it down. So I'll, a lot of times it's a complaint session for me where I just write stuff down. Like I'm bothered by this, I'm bothered by this. It's also like. Um, a brainstorming question like and a lot of times I don't know answers but I write down all my problems and questions like what do I do with this and what am I going to do about this and what will we do about this and I just you know, what will I do about this person and how am I going to react and I don't necessarily have the answers mm-hmm. but it, it does something therapeutic for me to write it all down and I have a page or two and of things and so it, I, instead of being overwhelmed by it I can see it now I'm like well there it all is you know and I kind of just get it off my chest but one of the things that's really helped me is gratitude and you mentioned that is, and so one of the things I did, like with our community, our church community, one sixteen church. I, it's our two years anniversary today. If you're listening to this podcast on the twenty sixth, we Happy have anniversary. officially today. It's two years of us starting. We started in, we started July twenty sixth of twenty twenty. And so, anyways, but so that's kind of cool. Happy anniversary. And I wrote down how things were when we started, which were great, and how things are now, which is ridiculous. And I'm just. And you lose track of that, don't you? Yeah, you can. You lose track of like, wow, look at all that's happened and look at how far we've come. And just, and it's just leading by example. And I have felt like throughout this time, I've had to give very little explanation of why we do what we do. We just are doing it. And it's like, this is who we are and this is what we do. And there's such a freedom to that. There's such an ease that comes with that. Um, You know, and being true. Mm -hmm. I think if you live true to who you are, and you live where you are right now, then there's very little explanation to be given to yourself, really. I'm not even talking to other people. Like I'm talking about like I have to explain to myself why did we do this and why did we do this. It's like, no, I'm being true to what we're supposed to do. 
I'm being true to who I'm supposed to be. And I think if we can do that or strive towards that, the, that gap between having to explain to ourselves, why am I doing this again? Is it becomes very narrow because it's like, no, I'm just doing this. I'm living by example. I'm doing what I said. And um, so gratitude has been a huge, huge. thing for me. It's huge. And helping do that. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, darling. Well, I hope some of what we've said, we've, we've kind of covered a bunch of things in this last episode of Live on Location, but I hope some of it is registered with you and has helped you. And um, I'm, I'm excited about the future. I'm very excited about the new shop that we're opening. That'll be fun. And we'll do it with ease. You know what I'm most excited about? What? Yes. 26 days. Oh, vacation. Oh, God. Family vacation. Let's go. Going to the beach. Going to the beach. Going to rest for reels. Going to rest for reels. I can't wait for that. And we'll, I can't wait for we'll that. We'll record podcasts from the beach because that's fun. Live on location in Destin, Florida. The podcast doesn't work for us. We love doing this. So. Well, we love we love everyone who listens. Thank you. Thanks. You know, you should like five star us, four star us. Is there five stars? Whatever star us. Yeah, five star. And There's four. Don't give us four. If you leave a review, that really pops us up. Does it? I don't even know. You is know, that a pops thing? Us up, you I don't know think I mean? it does. Or just send it to someone. Share this podcast. Someone asked me once, like, why do you do that podcast? Like, what's your goal? And I'm like, you know what it is? It's a digital journal, a diary. Like my kids, our friends, even us, we can listen back to all these episodes. Um, also, hundreds of it's episodes to help people, like okay. seasons. Yeah, yeah, it helps people for sure. But seasons of life. And Should we just... do a live podcast recording again? We did that. A party. We did that. Should we do another one? We did it. We should do another one. We are, you're addicted to moving forward. What? Let's do another one. I just like to party. Why do we need more to do? Let's do a party. We can party, but why do we have to do more things? <laughs> well, hey. Anyways, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Cheers, my love. Cheers to you. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.